2 Chronicles chapter 21, verse 1. And Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. And Jehoram his son reigned in his stead. Jehoram was the fifth king of Judah. 2. And he had brethren, the sons of Jehoshaphat, Azariah, and Jehiel, and Zechariah, and Azariah U, and Michael, and Shephatiah. All these were the sons of Jehoshaphat, king of Israel. Jehoshaphat, when he was alive, had seven sons, but Jehoram became king after him. 3. And their father gave them great gifts of silver and of gold and of precious things, with fortified cities in Judah, but the kingdom gave he to Jehoram, because he was the firstborn. Jehoshaphat gifted all of his sons and provided well for them, but Jehoram had the whole kingdom. 4. Now when Jehoram was risen up over the kingdom of his father and had strengthened himself, he slew all his brethren with a sword, and diverse also of the princes of Israel. That's very evil. He must have been paranoid that one of his brothers would take the throne against him, so he killed every single brother he had, plus nephews. 5. Jehoram was thirty and two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem, and it's no wonder he had a short reign. Eight years is not very long compared to a lot of the other kings, and that's because he was evil. 6. And he walked in the way of the kings of Israel, which means he practiced paganism, as did the house of Ahab, for he had the daughter of Ahab to wife, and he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. He's the second king of Judah who married one of Ahab's daughters, a pagan. And he married the evil witch, Athaliah. 7. Howbeit the Lord would not destroy the house of David because of the covenant that he had made with David, and as he promised to give a lamp to him and to his children alway. 8. In his days Edom revolted from under the hand of Judah and made a king over themselves. The Edomites were the children of Esau, who was the brother of Israel. They were cousins to the Israelites, and they were friends with the Israelites, because Esau and his brother got back together and really loved each other later in life. But the Edomites revolted under King Jehoram because Jehoram was evil. And God always allows kingdoms to fall or get seriously damaged whenever the king is practicing paganism. So at this point, there becomes three kings, the king of Israel, the king of Judah, and the king of Edom. 9. Then Jehoram passed over with his captains and all his chariots with him, and he rose up by night and smote the Edomites that compassed him about and the captains of the chariots. The evil king of Judah made war against his cousins, the Edomites, and he attacked them. 10. So Edom revolted from under the hand of Judah unto this day. Then did Libna revolt at the same time from under his hand, because he had forsaken the Lord, the God of his fathers. This is all because Jehoram practiced paganism. God allowed him to lose part of his kingdom. Now these are cousins to the Israelites, but they were included in the kingdom until they revolted. And it says the Edomites never came back into Judah. 11. Moreover, he made high places in the mountains of Judah, and made the inhabitants of Jerusalem go astray, and drew Judah away. 
he actually caused the people under him to sin because he designated mounds to be built where they would put the pagan altars and sacrifice their children to the demon gods. And so he was causing people from Jerusalem and all of Judah to sin against the Lord. 12. And there came a writing to him from Elijah the prophet, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, because thou hast not walked in the ways of Jehoshaphat thy father, nor in the ways of Asa king of Judah. 13. But hast walked in the way of the kings of Israel, and hast made Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to go astray like as the house of Ahab made Israel to go astray, and also hast slain thy brethren of thy father's house, who were better than thyself. 14. Behold, the Lord will smite with a great plague thy people and thy children and thy wives, and all thy substance. Elijah was a prophet to Ahab, because Ahab was really evil in Israel, and he was practicing paganism. So God sent Elijah in the kingdom of the ten tribes to prophesy against Ahab and the people for their sin. But Ahab wrote a letter to the king of Judah because he didn't live in Judah. He lived among the ten tribes, and he was in and out of Samaria prophesying to Ahab all the time. So he didn't travel to Judah to tell Jehoram this prophecy. He wrote a letter to Jehoram to tell him this prophecy during the same time that Ahab was alive. And he said, that because you're practicing paganism, just like Ahab is, and because you killed your own brothers who were better than you are, meaning that any of his brothers would have made a better king than he made, the Lord is going to send a plague to his personal household, his own children, his own wives, and everything that he owns is going to be plagued. 15. And thou shalt have great sickness by disease of thy bowels, until thy bowels fall out by reason of the sickness day by day. He is prophesying that Jehoram is going to get so sick in his intestines, he's going to poop his own intestines out, it sounds like. 16. And the Lord stirred up against Jehoram the spirit of the Philistines, and of the Arabians that are beside the Ethiopians. Now, some people would say, why was God being so harsh? God already caused the Edomites to leave his kingdom. Now he's going to give him a plague where all of his family will possibly die. Then on top of that, he gets a terrible disease. Then on top of that, the Philistines are attacking him. Why is God being so over the top? And the answer is, during all of this, Jehoram never repented. God kept adding punishments to try to get Jehoram to repent. And this is because of the love of God. He was trying to draw Jehoram into repentance, to the end of his rope, which is what God often has to do with us. A lot of times we won't repent of our sins until we're caught in the act and severely punished. And so this is what's happening to Jehoram. But he is so stubborn in his sin that God is adding punishments to try to get him to repent, and he's still not repenting. 17. And they, the Philistines and Arabians, came up against Judah and broke into it and carried away all the substance that was found in the king's house, and his sons also, and his wives, so that there was never a son left him, save Jehoahaz, the youngest of his sons. 
The first is the last. As Jesus said, God always uses the youngest to glorify himself. He always takes the weakest one. So he saved Jehoram, the weakest, the youngest son, but he took all the rest. Now this must be the form that the plague came in, which is that his entire family would be taken captive. 18. And after all this, the Lord smote him in his bowels with an incurable disease. And again, you see in verse after verse, Jehoram is never repenting. If after any of those assaults from God he had repented, God would have forgiven him and healed his life. You know, some people, their life just keeps going down and down and down, and it's because they won't repent. One year they lose their marriage, the next year they lose their kids, the next year their finances fall, and it just keeps continuing because they won't repent. 19. And it came to pass that in process of time, at the end of two years, his bowels fell out by reason of his sickness, and he died of sore diseases, and his people made no burning for him, like the burning of his fathers. It was a sign of honor if you were cremated, like with one of the previous kings, they burnt that king with perfumes all over his body so that it would make a really nice aroma. And this king, they didn't burn at all. And it's probably because of the disease he had. I imagine he smelled really bad and he was awful to take care of for the nurses and doctors. They probably couldn't bear to be near him. And so nobody wanted anything to do with his body when he passed away. 20. 30 and 2 years old was he when he began to reign, and he reigned in Jerusalem 8 years, which is a very short reign. So he reigned until he was 40 years old, 40 years in the spiritual wilderness, and he never repented. And he departed joyless, and they buried him in the city of David, but not in the sepulchres of the kings. Evidently, his body was so disease-ridden and so hideous at that point that they didn't even want to put him in the sepulcher with the other kings. That's really sad. Sometimes we get attacked by Satan because we're following the Lord, and Satan wants to cause us to lose our faith. But other times the Lord will send discipline to us because of our sin, and in that case we really need to repent immediately. Jesus told one man who he had healed, repent lest a worse thing happen to you. And that's how God works. Because some people will repent when a worse thing happens. And so God loves everybody and he'll discipline everybody, but very few repent. And that concludes Second Chronicles chapter 21.